How many people do we encounter on a daily basis? Have you ever taken the time to consider what those people are going through? The dreams, aspirations, fears, and challenges that are faced each day make every individual unique. Can our understanding, our interactions with these individuals, help them overcome the mountains that are faced each and every day? We think so, because it's the little things that can make a big difference. And here's Mitch and Jake. Welcome to The Little Things with Mitch. And Jake. Jake, Season 5. Just diving into this right now. Had our first episode of Season 5 last time. Um, What are you most proud of? Really excited about the direction of this. I think we're going to have a great one today. What do you know? Yeah, really excited for today's topic. Something that you and I are both really passionate about. Um, so excited to dive in here. It's it's kind of crazy that we're on episode 47 already, season five. We got uh, a few good things in the works. We talked about the coffee that we have coming out, so some more news on that towards the end. But yeah, just excited to hop back on. Had the privilege of seeing you a couple weeks ago, and we're catching up here um, because of the lovely South Dakota weather that we're growing so accustomed to. So we're actually recording in the middle of a day on Wednesday here, the 22nd. So how are you doing today? Doing well, man. Doing well. Just living the dream, staying busy, but it's uh, it's a good dream. It's the dream. That's your, that's your saying. Yeah, and uh, right. busy is not your word. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, yeah, excited to dive in today. And before we do, we just always love to shout out our season sponsor, which again is the South Dakota Army National Guard. They've been absolutely amazing right? They, they remain strong with more than 3,100 soldiers available to execute their missions. And their mission is to provide combat capability to the warfight, security for the homeland, and to provide combat ready units in three roles, federal, state, and community. A special thank you to those who are serving our country from us here at The Little Things. Our main goal is to show you that by appreciating the little things in life and understanding what the people around us are enduring, we can increase everyone's quality of life. The question of the day, season five, what is something you are most proud of? The answer to that question today, my family. Mitch, take it away. Yeah, a lot to unpack here because there are many working pieces in a family, every family. Uh, you got families that are uh, only child families. Uh, you've got families that are two-parent household one-parent household sometimes you have grandparents living with you sometimes you got a litter of children right and all of those people bring different dynamics to the family and this like i'm proud of my family that's something i'm the most proud of is my family five different people could say that and it could mean something completely different for all five of those so really excited to dive into this jake what are your thoughts Exactly that. It's going to be interesting because, yes, it it does mean something different for each and every one of us, which I find super interesting. Family, in a general sense, is important to all of us, right? But something that, that we uncover in today's talk that you and I find extremely important might be the complete opposite of someone else, but something that we don't find uh, as as in-depth or, or something that doesn't resonate as much with us might be the number one staple that's holding another family together. So it's going to be interesting to unpack this, like you said. And a lot of this starts, obviously, when we're brought into this world, the, the structure and the foundation of family is something that's brought on right away, like absolutely right away. 
and as we grow and and mature um, that changes a little bit so I'm just curious to get your perspective Mitch and, and kind of put yourself back in the the kids shoes if you will when we're at a young age like what does what does family mean to us what does that look like in a general sense yeah, it, it changes. Uh, perspective, experiences going through them. And again, uh, a kid might go through a ton of stuff in high school and their vision and their view of family might be completely different than another kid that's, you know, been almost sheltered and just had a very supportive life. But, you know, at a young age, family just, it means, and we, we compare a lot. I think we do. We do that as young kids, and I think it's actually the root of anxiety. Um, and struggles. You, know, you always say that comparing is a terrible thing, and you've got a you've got a much more professional way to say it. But kids do it, regardless if we say it's a good thing or a bad thing. And and family is one of them. I mean, you might look at uh, your how your living arrangements, and mom's struggling, dad's not around, mom's struggling to to meet ends meet. She's never home because she's working three jobs, and your best friend has parents that are home by four o'clock supper on the table everyone eats dinner at uh at five thirty six o'clock and they talk about their days and it's just different depending on that so i think comparing plays a huge role in that and i think kids do it a lot and i mean that doesn't change much either because i know adults do that they'll look at their family life and how their kids are being raised and are we doing a good job parenting and you look at other parents that uh, you know i think of church all the time my kids are I think it's a jungle gym in church. They they get that confused with church and in a playground. And I look at other people and they're just sitting there with their, you know, their hands crossed and it's like, holy smokes, what are they doing better than we are, you know? It's uh it's perspective. You touched on that early on. It's perspective. And that that comparison thing, what you're thinking of is comparison is the thief of joy. That's the one you're thinking of. But it, it, it's so true. Why, why is that so relevant when we're younger? We, a lot of times, I, I put myself back in the shoes, and maybe you can relate with a story, but um, we always think of, like for me, uh, family was a huge part of my foundation and upbringing. And my parents were strict. They, they held me accountable. I had to be home at certain times. Um, they, they put a, a set of core values in place that's been instrumental for me throughout my life. It's been awesome. What I got envious and jealous of was the kids who kind of had free reign to everything, right? They could go out and they could stay out late. They could uh, break the rules after school. They could go cruise on Maine. Remember how cool that was? And I just didn't get to experience those things. And it's interesting you kind of flip that around. I'm super appreciative that my parents provided that, that foundation and kind of that framework if you will. But I was comparing myself. Um, our, our listeners compared themselves, right? Their kids might be doing that right now. So it is just interesting how we, we lean on our, our parents and our family at such a young age, but also it's, I don't know if we fully appreciate it, right? And, and maybe that's, that's a question, maybe where this leads, Mitch, is when we are super young and we have that that support and and our family home life whatever again whatever that looks like to us how does that how does that change and shift that that dynamic as we, as we grow into adolescence what's well, everything uh having a good foundation and 
that's the beauty of it that I think we use as a crutch in our society as we look back on things that have happened to us and say like well I can't find success because of this is what I've went through um, it's a foundation and having that it d does it give you a upper hand absolutely it does uh, learning values um, how to parent different things like that it's it's crucial but it's not everything and I, uh, I just kind of think back on, on my life and my family and you know was very well supported growing up and and now just knew kind of you know I watched my dad and how he took care of my mom and the family and I I, um, I appreciated that and I I take some of those things are there things that my parents do that I would never do absolutely absolutely I've learned from that as well but um, I had a good enough start and and saw what they were trying to do at home and have built on that now not all kids are fortunate enough to have that and their mentality has to be like I need to be the person I needed when I was younger, whether I had it or not. Um, heard that on a TED Doc by Thordis Alva, and I know I've brought that up a handful of times, but I think that's what the direction, that needs to be the mindset, because it's so easy to say, I drew the short end of the stick, I'm going to struggle the rest of my life because of it. And no one's blaming it, it's hard to do it, but you're dealt a hand right and like you get to decide how you play the cards and those are your cards regardless and you can complain about them or you can try to play them the best you can and what's tough is complaining about it or or being envious is the easiest thing to do it's it, it seems easy to to lash out at our parents a little bit and be jealous of what other families, you know, might look like from the outside, right? You know, you mentioned that that perspective. Perspective is everything, but you know, as simple as it is, we don't have a ton of perspective when we're young and when we're going through these stages with our family, right? We just, you know, we simply don't know any better. We we grow up in kind of a box and obviously expand our experiences. But what's super interesting about that is when we get older it kind of bobs and weaves a little bit, right? We, we really lean on our families early on. And then there's that, that super awkward stage when we're teenagers and, and transition to college a little bit where it feels like we want nothing to do with our parents. Right. And they're, they're kind of an afterthought in, in some families and in some ways, shapes and forms. And then we get older and it's almost like we start leaning on them again for that support system and you know whether it's babysitting or maybe we move back home because we want to be closer to family and, and have our grandkids spend that time you know with grandpa and grandma so I think it's just interesting how, how it kind of weaves as we continue to grow older absolutely um, I see here on the uh, next question explain family living when we were growing up compared to now how does that differ Kind of to piggyback off a little bit, what I said there is it, it, it weaves a little bit, right? We, we lean on them so much. You can attest to this, but you're, you're literally the reason that a human being is alive right now because they're depending on you fully, 100%. You know, you reference that with Finn. Um, that's, the, that's the case with everyone kind of growing up. You really lean on your family and that support system, um, food, foundation, having a place to live, um, getting to school and just having that. And what's interesting i guess about my personal experience is i still have the same bedroom that i did when i was you know in kindergarten first grade like we go we go back home and we we 
me and my two sisters, we still stay in the same rooms that we grew up in. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, not much has changed there. What I've been super happy about and something that I didn't really think about early on, but we ha we still have supper every single night together when we're all back. And that was something that was ingrained very early on, you know, sitting down at the supper table, no TV on and just enjoying that time every single night with our family. We still do that when we go back home too. So from that perspective, not much has changed. Uh, certainly the conversations and what we talk about and how we navigate some of that has changed. But in a general sense for me personally, that hasn't changed too much, which I am super, super grateful for. How about you? You know, I'm going to kind of change gears on it a little bit. I mean, it when you're growing up to now, I mean, obviously roles change, uh, responsibilities change, because now when I go home, I've got kids there, right? My my parents and, and my wife's parents, they want to see the kids. I mean, they like seeing us too, but uh, that changes. What, what I look at, like, people always say, like, I'd hate to be a kid right now. You know, I'd hate to raise kids right now, the older generations, because things in family living have changed so much. There's so many more distractions, I feel, but I can't really speak to it because I wasn't a parent in the 70s. I wasn't a kid in the 70s either. But I just feel with everything going on and, and all the things that kids have going on and how connected they are, I just think there's so many distractions. And the more distractions there are, the more the values get murky, like sitting down at a dinner table. Well, kids got more going on. They're they're busier now, so it's harder to do that. Um, so I I think you have to be more intentional as not only a parent but as a kid to, to take that time. And that's the problem as kids. Like when you were that age, you, you talked about sitting down and eating supper every night. Well, as a kid, that's just what you did. You didn't like – if you were – you didn't do it you were kind of like oh okay but if you did do it that's just that's just what happened now you look back on it and you're like holy smokes how hard did mom and dad work to make sure this happened for us every night and you appreciate them for that um but i i just think i look at that question and that's kind of where i turn to yeah well you you brought up an interesting point there too you know when we're younger again like this looks different for everyone that was my personal experience I, I'm curious, Mitch, what that kind of looked like for you as far as when when you were young and being proud of your family, we touched on perspective early on, but did did you have that did you have that perspective? Did you realize or, or guess kind of what was happening? Did you fully appreciate that time? What did that look like from your perspective? Heck dude, I don't I don't even know if I do that now <laughs> you take for granted the time you got and the people that you have around you and um you know it's it's not until you lose someone or something that you you don't realize what you had um so as a kid absolutely not um you know was i excited about some things absolutely did my parents go out of their way to make life easier for me sure but was i proud of it no um I did realize that I had I was in better circumstances than some of my friends, and I appreciated that. But I don't think that went to pride. It's not until I, I think it's now that I have kids and understand the the sacrifices that my parents made that I I have that pride and understand that holy smokes it's you know during crucial time in your life you know when you're working you're trying to 
make a living, you're trying to build a legacy, you're also trying to raise kids. And until you actually raise kids, like, heck, it was easy for me. I was a kid. <laughs> you know, you know, it wasn't hard. I just would listen to my parents and did what they were told. But until you start raising them, you're like, okay, I see the sacrifices that were made. And you develop that pride as you get older. It's kind of like teaching. I always bring up teaching. Um, it's one of the worst professions in the world because of the best compensation that you can receive in this profession. You don't receive for 25 to 30 years. And it's those kids and thanking you for what you did and how you changed their life. Those kids, when they're in school, they don't say anything. And it isn't until they start raising kids and have kids on holy smokes. That teacher was an absolute saint for putting up with me. I'm going to reach out and thank them. It's the same thing. Parenting's the same way. Well, you mentioned the listening piece. and I'm just going to play devil's advocate. Did you do a whole lot of listening when you were young, Mitch? Did anyone when they were 15 (laughs) and a boy? (laughs) Um, Actually, I will tell you, um, if my parents heard this one, they'd be like, I was the best listener out of the three. Ah. Um, Me and my two sisters, and I think my sisters would agree with that too. So uh, I listened to the best. Was it good? I I doubt it, but it it was the best. Yeah. We'll we'll just not cover my my piece of that cuz I think my sisters both know the answer to that and my parents do as well, <laughs> but we'll just leave that for another time. But no, I was I was just curious, Mitch, you know, um I've known you for a long time now, but we we actually met technically both of our senior year of high school. Right. So I I didn't know all the trouble that you got in before then, just the trouble you got in after. So I was always curious. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing me under the bus is what you're doing. No, no, we're just uh we're reminiscing. How about that? <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, um last question then. Um what are some characteristics people would be proud of a family for? You know, I'm going to have you answer that and then I'll answer it and then we'll maybe talk about our families and maybe one thing that comes to mind. I think uh, a big piece, one word that just comes to mind right away is support. You know, I, I think that is a, a huge characteristic of just family in general is having a support system in place. It can be super hands-off. It, it might be a little bit hands-on, um, but I'm just curious like what that looks like for each family. And again, it varies, but at the end of the day, your family is your immediate support system. You know, friends come into that, uh, role models, uh, eventually when you get into a career, your, your managers and your bosses and such. But at the end of the day, your family is your immediate support system. They should be, um, people that you can go to right away and kind of lean on, right. For things that you need, um, refreshers, reminders, encouragement, stuff like that. So when I think of characteristics of, what makes a family proud or makes you proud of your family. I I think of the word support. That's one thing that jumps out at me. How about you? Yeah, I think, yeah, support's absolutely right. And it'd probably be my top one, but for the sake of the podcast and branching out, I suppose I'll try. Um, I would maybe say presence too. And that, that's a, that's a deal of support too. I do understand that, but just being there. I mean, being at your events and, and showing them that you care about them, um, seeing them. Because I think, and, it, and it's tough for a lot of people because there are parents that love their kids 
over the moon but travel for work so that plays a role too but I guess in my past experience and what I've known that's something that a, a kid can be proud of is that their parents are always there they're always they're never missing a ball game they're never missing this they're going four hours out of their way for a piano recital and just supporting there and being there for things that they care about and taking an interest in some of that stuff too um you know if a kid is super interested in something but the parents could care less about it finding an interest because it's important to me because it's important to my kid does that make sense 100 percent. yeah it, it makes me chuckle i you said you know having an interest in it you know parents we we what I think of is a lot of times we want to enable our kids to, you know, go through their passions, right? Find their passions and, and kind of do that stuff. And what what's funny about it when you said, like, show some interest in that stuff, like, obviously, basketball was my, like, I lived and breathed basketball, right? They didn't miss any games. My, my parents, Scott and Lori, they often talk about, they wish they would have kept track of the miles they put on running around the, the state's. Uh, you know, following me and Alex and Nicolette and all the games that they attended, they wish it would have kept track of the miles, but that's something that I appreciated about that. But also, you know, they showed up to the piano recitals. Alex played piano, you know, they went to Nicolette's track meets, you know, she had a few when she got into college in Colorado and uh, just different places where they had to travel a lot. Right. They went to my band recitals, Mitch, (laughs) when I was going ham on the saxophone, the alto sax, they went to those things. You know, not that my dad wanted to sit through uh, a band recital, but they did those things. So that's something that, you know, you you mentioned that showing interest and just that support system. Like I had that with my family. My personal experience has been phenomenal. And I, I'm super proud of, you know, not only my parents, but my grandparents as well, too. You know, um, Grandpa Harvey, Grandma Myla, Grandma Lynn, that that foundation piece of just support and encouragement and love. And then obviously my immediate family too, just the foundation that we've built. It's it's something that has really, really guided me throughout my entire life. So I'm super proud to to be a Neelan and to have the the family experience that I've had so far. It's been tremendous. Yeah, thanks for sharing. Um a lot of characteristics out there and that's the beauty of this topic is that every character is that's mine and yours but it could change so many you know uh dealing with adversity strength perseverance um are all other words that come to mind when i look at other families and stuff and being a main characteristic so love that love that what um in just if, if you had to pick one out i know you said support obviously we touched on encouragement, going to all the ball games and stuff. What's something that that sticks out to you on a personal standpoint, Mitch, with you and your family experience? I didn't realize um, until now. Well, I wouldn't say now, but in the last month or two, how proud our parents were of us. <laughs> um, we're not a very deeply affectionate or um, emotional family. We're not, you know, hugs and stuff or like a sickness I think <laughs> where so those things were never said and that doesn't mean that they weren't acted upon they just were never said so I think I'm extremely proud of um, how people took ownership or our family takes ownership in the successes 
of each other and um, dwells on it. Like, it brings them happiness. And I think that's really cool. How about you? That is super cool. I love that. Just being, you know, ultra proud of of what you guys have done. I think that's amazing. And that, that's that's similar to, to mine. Um, you know, the, the values piece that I touched on, um, the word respect kind of sticks out to me a little bit. I've always had a, a deep and profound respect for my parents and my family and my grandparents as well too. And that I hope it emulates as strong as I think it does, but I just have this uh, genuine respect for, for others and respect plays a big piece in, in my life. And when I feel disrespected, it's, it's known or felt like on a deep level. So that was that framework and that foundation of respect was provided by my family and something that I live through today. So that's, that's something that I think about, obviously the support, the encouragement, love, um, plays a huge piece in that obviously all that stuff but respect is a big one too for me so um that concludes our episode on family um would love to hear uh, obviously from you guys the listeners um what are some of your thoughts right before the end we always revisit past episodes we include reviews questions from our audience we want to hear from you guys our email is littlethings.mitchandjake at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, okay? And our last comments from you guys are brought to you by Midwest Medical. Midwest Medical Service is a family-owned medical supply and equipment company. They are located in Watertown, South Dakota. Their reputation has been built on 30-plus years of customer service and sheer hard work. They specialize in sleep apnea, home oxygen, home modifications, on-site service repair, and much, much more, okay? The three Ps were used to build their family business, people, product, and process. A special thank you from your friends here at The Little Things. Mitch, do you want to circle around on some final comments and shout-outs? You bet. Um, you had a lot of people asking about clothing, uh, Little Things clothing. We did one about two years ago during Christmas. While their kids are growing out of that stuff and uh, people are and want to check it out, I'm all for it. I think we should get something rolling out. What do you think? Let's do it. I love it. I love it. Let's do uh, the the fan cloth. Uh, that's the kind of the route that we went before. We had a variety of, of t-shirts, sweatshirts, long sleeves on there. I think we even had like some joggers on there, which were super comfortable. So we'll get that we'll get that rolling again um and let us know if you have any questions on it you'll start to see some some posts and some links that we'll we'll push out there but yeah excited to get some little things podcast clothing back out on the market out and coffee's coming too working with kurt osborne of uh cool beans in brookings where we did a live show which was really cool i still talk about how cool that was but uh Got a coffee, the Little Things brand coming out, and all the proceeds are going to go to a uh, charity. And Maybe that's something we hit up, too. If anyone's got any favorite charities uh, out there, we haven't really picked where it's going to yet. It uh, would be kind of cool to hear what you think and what you'd like. Uh, email us at uh, thelittlethings.mitchandjake at gmail.com. We check that email every once in a while, so give us a shout-out there and see what we can get done any final comments sir love it just enjoyed today's episode and all this is possible again by you guys the listeners we love the interactions we love seeing you guys out and about um 
let us know like like thoughts questions uh if you have a different perspective what family means to you specifically we would love to hear that thing um shoot us an email uh, the little things that mentioned jake at gmail.com we have our facebook page the little things podcast uh, if you have Mitch and I's number, like we love to hear from you guys. So that's a huge part of, of your support and encouragement. Um, Mitch and I love doing this and it's so refreshing to hear from you guys and that you're enjoying it as well too. So um, Mitch, do you want to bring us home? You bet. Tune in for the next episode. The question, what is something you are proud of? The answer to that question, my determination. This is Mitch. And Jake. This was a special presentation of The Little Things by Mitch and Jake. For more details on the podcast or the project, check out mitch-reed.com, itsjustjake.com, or purchase Cardboard Confessionals on Amazon. And remember, the first step to helping someone in need is understanding and appreciating what they are going through. Thank you for listening.